0: Welcome to Digger Man Sports. It's your boy, Digger Man, coming live to you. All the way from the ATL, however, we represent the 49ers to the fullest. That's where our heart is, that's what we love. You it's your home of the San Francisco 49ers. Jump in! All right, here we go, here we go. Before we get started today want to give a couple of birthday shout outs to some 49ers who celebrated birthdays last week. Quarterback Nick Mullen and Akilah Witherspoon both celebrated birthdays on last Saturday the 21st. And we also have one of the best cornerbacks to ever do it in the game, a for sure Hall of Famer, Uncle Sherm, Richard Sherman. His birthday is the 30th, so happy birthday, guys. Enjoy your birthdays. Now, while we're on the subject of birthdays, I have got to give a special shout out to one of the biggest young 49er fans I know personally. (laughs) My daughter, happy birthday, Naya. Enjoy your birthday, sweetheart. I hope you're enjoying it so far. We have a few more surprises for you later on in the day, uh, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic. Things have to be done a little different, right? So we're going to have a great time with a virtual party. All right. So let's get started with this next episode of Digger Man Sports. And we're going to focus today on the NFC South. Yes, sir. This is Digger Man Sports. We have a caller on the air. State your name and where you're from, caller.
1: Chef Marlowe calling straight from ATL. Hotlanta, right what?
0: up. What? Chef, how you been doing, brother?
1: Man, everything is fantastic, my man. How you doing?
0: Man, lovely, lovely. I can't complain, man. Just sitting tight and enjoying this time with the fam as best as I can, man. man. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. All right, well... Thanks for calling in, Chef, and uh, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, today's topic is about uh, the NFC South, and yeah. some big moves have been have taken place. Uh, and the biggest news of all—that's kind of taking precedence over everything, all the moves—is Tom Brady's move to Tampa Bay, right? And uh, so, what they're saying right now is because of that acquisition. They feel like the Bucks have a great chance to win the NFC and make it to the Super Bowl, possibly. Mm. What What are your thoughts on that, Chef?
1: I mean, you know, you can't put nothing past the goat, man. You know what I'm saying? Just with with his with his football acumen and his experience, you know what I'm saying. The man knows how to win a football games, so we can't put anything past him. Um, I think he's obviously out of his prime time. I mean, I think a lot of it is going to depend on what they really need him to do. I mean, I think it's gonna come down to his workload kind of thing. So I mean, um, I'm excited to have him in the conference. You know, we ain't backing down for no challenge I think, you know, um um conference games or or um um you know with within the conference games always the best. You know, like we play um Tampa Bay play us like it's they Super Bowl we play the Saints like it's our Super Bowl. So it's it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to make for a competitive uh, season for sure.
0: So with that being said, I just you know those division games are truly competitive always, and the thing is with this acquisition of Tom Brady, I pretty much feel like the NFC South arguably has the best quarterbacks collectively in 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 that in that division. Agreed. You have Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, and you have an honorable mention in Teddy Bridgewater, who didn't do so bad in New Orleans last year going five and one. Right. When he was called to take Drew Brees' place while he was injured. Right. Right. So a couple of facts here, some things that we can take a look at. I mean, when you really think about it, Look at all the MVPs, and Super Bowl MVPs, just those quarterbacks alone. Mm. Drew Brees, one Super Bowl MVP. Tom Brady has four Super Bowl MVPs. Matt Ryan has one league MVP. And Brady has three league MVPs. Mm. It's down. There's no other division with that type of resume as it relates to quarterbacks. Agreed. Agree at all, sure.
1: and and that's gonna make for great football. You know that's gonna make for great football, which I, you know I'm super excited. I think one one thing that you know may put Tom and and the Bucks behind the eight ball a little bit is you know with everything going on right now, they may not be able to get in in the on on the field together as fast to be able to create that kind of um uh, fluidity and and you know um uh, relationship that the quarterback and wide receiver need to have. Um, so I think that's one thing that may hurt them. Um, uh, but you Facts. know he's a, he's a he's a professional man. He's the he's the ultimate professional, and you know he at the end of the day, you know if, if we had to play, you know backyard football, I still got I still got love for Tom Brady. Like he he gonna do what he do.
0: So just to point out a few stats from the goat from last year, Tom finished with four thousand fifty seven yards put him at seventh in the league, Mm. had 24 touchdowns, 13th in the league, eight interceptions. He ranked 14th and at QBR, he ranked at about 17th at all quarterbacks last year. Mm. So the one thing he does bring is great leadership, Mm -hmm. a true winner and someone that can, in my opinion, help corral that, that locker room. Sure. still have a, a, a fairly new coach in Bruce Arians. However, he's a very experienced coach. Right. He loves to throw the ball, loves to throw the ball. Right. And so I think with that super wide receiver tandem that they have in Tampa, you're looking at Mike Evans and uh, Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans was hurt, I believe, about four or five games last year. However, he still put up stupid numbers. Right. 67 receiving. Receptions with ranked 36, over 1,100 yards receiving. Mm. He ranked 13th in eight touchdowns, and he ranked ninth in that particular category. Not to mention his running mate, Chris Godwin. This cat had 86 receptions, ranked 16th, over 1,300 yards. He was third in the league and nine touchdowns, bringing him in. At fourth overall in the league for touchdowns, that's a <laughs>
1: that's a, that's a resume right. for some receivers, right? That's I man, especially to be on the same team. I mean, I don't I don't know, you know, I'm not a, a stat guru like that, but I mean, I I can't think of another Tatum who you know top twenty in every category that matters anyway. Two of them, you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 pretty
0: that's pretty tough. Well, let's let's do this then, Chef. Tell me the wide receivers from New England last year. Um, my point. Exactly. That's my point. It took um, too long um to think started,
1: about it. I um started. Arm <laughs> um started. What's well, see, like? So, so here's here's my take on that too. Now, besides like your Randy Moss, and you know, I can't even really think of anybody else. I'm sure it's another one, but besides Randy Moss, is the first name that come to mind. Brady pretty much gave everybody else their name. I feel like,
0: good point. Good point. Well, the only receiver that he had last year was Wes Welker. What well, he gave him his name, and you know what? I let me retract that statement, Julian Edelman. I'm sorry, Julian. Edelman. Oh, yeah,
1: that's the yeah, 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 yeah. I was just watching that. Wes Welker football life, too, so I went along with you on that. But, yeah, Edelman, yeah, you know. Um, but Brady's known for that, though. You know what I'm saying? He's known for, you know, bringing people's plate to another level. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if you take that into consideration, if he can take these guys to another level, I mean, geez, where do we go from here?
0: So, a lot of good stuff. And, and and you know, Tom's game, hey, was predicated a lot on the tight end position. Let's not forget that. Agreed. For sure. He He loved Gronkowski. Right? Right. Now, the one piece that Tampa lacked last year was the production from O.J. Howard. And he's an exceptional, I mean, an underrated, exceptional talent. The kid is still young, Mm -hmm. has some wheels on him, and he's he's a playmaker. But I believe... With the right quarterback in place, Tom Brady, his numbers will skyrocket to go along with those two uh, wide receivers that he already has. OJ only right. had thirty-four receptions, only one touchdown last year. Mm. I can guarantee you, OJ have at least eight to nine touchdowns next year.
1: Right. I'm in agreement with you on that. I'm in agreement with you on that for sure. <laughs> Tom knows how to move the ball around. He he knows how to throw guys open. You know he's he's a master, man. He's a wizard. You there? Am I still there? Yeah, chef. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Dick you man, you chef. Hear
0: me? I can hear you, chef. All right, we good. We good. But yeah, I'm excited now, to see it. So. Let's transition to another team in the NFC South. Let's talk about a wild card team here. Okay. The Carolina Panthers.
1: Mm.
0: Out with the old, in with some new. Still have some decent playmakers. Right. That's why I caught them the wild card. Cam is gone. Mm-hmm. Greg Olson is gone. Out of there. Ron Rivera is gone. Out of there. And in comes Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Rule, <laughs> okay, and a whole new coaching staff to see what they can do. What where this where this particular uh, franchise has gone the last couple of years, right? And as I stated earlier, that. You know, Bridgewater went 5 and 1 with New Orleans last year. Th- over 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. So he took care of the ball pretty good, right? Right, right. Now we know Carolina already, what they already bring to the table. Chris- and that's some butter with toast. Right. <laughs> C Mac. Right. Christian McCaffrey. Yes, sir. Almost 1,400 yards rushing third, 15 touchdowns. That was third. Over four receiving touchdowns. But the kicker to all of that is he still had 1,000 receiving yards to go along with all those stats. Right. That's MVP numbers. Right. 14 that finished really low in the NFC. Not to mention, how about this? Let's just kick this around a little bit here. Okay. C-Mac had at least four carries of over 40 yards Mm. in a game. The longest being 84 yards. So you have a true playmaker who can take it to the house at any time. Right. Just needs a little bit of a crease in its own. Right. Right. I'm just saying.
1: Right. No, I, I'm with you. I'm with you.
0: Now, now, the new coach, Matt Rule, he's done a lot of good work at Baylor. And he's he's brought that program along because they were really at the bottom for quite some time before he arrived there. Okay. So he has a, a, a really good offensive game plan, I think that he'll bring to the NFL and to the Carolina Panthers. Right. They also had some other good talent. They had a second-year player that really stood out in D.J. Moore as a wide receiver, Mm -hmm. almost 90 receptions, almost 1,200 yards. Touchdowns were a little down. Right. But he's a big playmaker for those guys. The other thing is they acquired – a pretty good wide receiver in free agency and Robbie Anderson from the Jets. Okay. Yep. And uh, Robbie, he was a well sought after free agent uh, this year. Uh, last four seasons with the Jets, he had over about two hundred receptions, over three thousand yards, and twenty touchdowns. So, and he brings some speed to the table as well. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. They also have. Curtis Samuel, another wide receiver, who's a nice—he's—he's he's, he's a speedster, runs routes pretty well, and uh, he had about fifty-four receptions, a little over six hundred yards, and six touchdowns. So, they have some weapons to play with. If Matt can get that that offensive scheme running with Bridgewater, who takes who takes care of the ball, C-Mac running the ball as well as catching the ball in the backfield. They have an opportunity to be that dark horse. The only thing I think of holding those make- guys back a little bit. Go ahead. I was going to say the only thing I, I feel like a hold them back. Greg Olson's gone, so they really don't have a tight end. So all yeah, the shakedowns think- are pretty much going to the running back.
1: Right, right. I, I think, I kind of think because Bridgewater hasn't. He's, to me, he's not that kind of featured QB. I think he's more of a game manager. He can make a throw, but I don't think that team – I think teams are going to make them beat him, beat them.
0: Now, you may be right on that, Jeff. But I think he had great experience with New Orleans last year. So I think he will be able to control and command the offense as long as he has an opportunity to learn it. And what you made a good point earlier, dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, how much time are those guys going to really have to, to really put it all together?
1: Right, in jail, yeah. yeah.
0: So all that remains to be seen, but if everything falls into place for those guys – and the system fits well and those guys can jail and have a cohesive unit hmm i think they can make a run okay maybe not first in the division but i think to your point again this division is going to beat up on each other every game is going to be just a dog fight right yeah yeah for sure for sure Well, Sheriff, let's keep moving, and we'll talk about the Saints. The New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints. (laughs) The the New Orleans Aints, The Aints. So I know – I can imagine how you really feel about them, so I I won't even ask that question.
1: (laughs) You know what? I'm going to keep it real, man. That's only on the football field. I love New Orleans. That's one of my favorite places to go hang out. Um, man, I went there a couple years ago. My daughter wanted to go there for her spring break, and she was like ten at the time, eleven. And we went and hung out. We ate po' boys and gumbo and, and muffaladas and okay, and we had a good time. So I love New Orleans, the city. I got lots of people that I love in New Orleans. That you know, I used to go there a lot. That that you know, treat me like I was at home. So I love the city. But between the lines, though, ain't no love. Ain't no love between the lines. <laughs>
0: The chalk <laughs> ain't, ain't no love. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, I know the rivalry is like stupid crazy between the Saints and the Falcons. I know where your heart is as, as it relates to the Falcons. So, I mean, for sure. That's, that's without question. For sure. But uh, the Saints, yeah, they are loaded. They are. They are truly loaded. I mean, this and it starts with Sean Payton, the head coach, mm-hmm. and, and the secondary coach, Drew Brees. hmm You look at that wide receiver, receiver tandem, they just acquired Emmanuel Sanders from the 49ers. Yep. To go along with Michael Thomas. Yep. And He's when you talk absolutely. about receivers. You're talking about the arguably one of the best in the game. Michael Thomas led most of the statistics in receiving last year. Number one in yards with almost 1,800. Good lord. Number one in receptions, right at 150. Good grief. And he had nine receiving touchdowns. And let's remember, he really didn't have a good sidekick on this on the opposite side of him. So. Right. Now you bring Emmanuel Sanders, a, a savvy veteran who's won a Super Bowl. All he can do is have better numbers with that sidekick on the other side. Not to mention right. another explosive running back in Avon Kamara. Yep. Stop it. Stop. Stop it.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. no. Nah. I mean, you know, they they this that's that's a pro bowl roster right there.
0: Now, I will say Camaro had a somewhat of a sophomore slump last year, only totaling five touchdowns. But back to his rookie year, he had 14 touchdowns. So I look for him to reestablish himself in the run game as well as the pass game.
1: Right, for sure.
0: And with Emmanuel Sanders in the mix, mm mm mm
1: now, Kamara had a couple of injuries last year. did not he, he out a couple of games here
0: and there? Nothing that really sidelined him for a long period of time, but it's the normal sprained ankle type thing. Uh, right, right. Little nicks and nacks here and there. But for the most right. part, he, he was healthy. Uh, I think he was just adjusting to his new role as a true starter. Okay. But he does have a decent backup in Octavius Murray. Who came from yep. Minnesota Vikings? So for sure, a seasoned veteran too. And another piece that the Saints have is Jared Cook, the tight end. Yep, he played really big last year, and that's a position that the Saints really, historically over the years, have not really had a, a other than Jimmy Graham, a really mm-hmm. dynamic tight end, and he's kind of. Brought that position back up for them uh, last year as his first year with them,
1: right? Right. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Like you said, it's gonna be a dogfight for sure. Um, you know, I, I think one of the one of the things that that evens the playing field for uh, at least the Atlanta Falcons, I can speak for, is like I said before, is you know how personal we take that that particular game. You feel what I'm.
0: Yeah, yeah, just like that, we back. All right, Chef, all right. Yeah, we back, we back. Had to pay the bills for a second. Real quick. But, uh, yeah, I know we just left off on the Saints, and uh, the one X factor we didn't get to mention, and he's pretty dynamic himself. And I don't even know if you want to call him a backup, Quarterback, tied in. I'm going to just call him a transition player. That's, that's okay. what I'm I call. like that. I like that. But the Taysom Hill factor, mm. he's the true X factor. He is. And what he does, he makes it a lot easier for that offense to continue to move the chains. Agreed. He averaged about six yards a carry. And you may say, well, he probably only had about 180, 200 yards for the season. But guess what? That's what he averaged, and he only needed probably an average of two yards to get those tough first downs. Right. So when you factor all that in with the Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. Right. Emmanuel Sanders. Here we go.
1: You got some,
0: Alvin Kamara, right? It's a defense, defensive coordinator's nightmare, right? He thinking it is nightmare on Elm Street down in New Orleans, <laughs> the right. French Quarter,
1: straight up. So, and you know what I don't like as a, as a, as the opposition, which I'm sure they love, is when he come in the game. You don't know sometimes if they going if they doing some kind of trick play, or if they just gonna run a regular play. You don't know if he's gonna throw it, even if he start out lined up and in the quarterback position, or if he lined up in the running back position. When they do those, my you know, point, pre snap switch and, and motions and all that.
0: Stop it, my point. It's
1: it's 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 like what do you do for real? You know what I'm saying.
0: My point, chef. I tell you. Once again, it stresses that D coordinator.
1: It does. It does. And the
0: entire defensive team.
1: It does, bro. And it's a it's a it's a real headache for everybody involved.
0: Don't let those go. Those guys go into like a hurt up of offense with that.
1: Mm. <laughs> it's bad, man. It is. It's bad. You know they they want. They won't let your defense get a break. You know what I'm saying? They keep pushing them. You, you don't have time to switch nobody out. It's, it's, a whole, it's a whole thing.
0: Wow. Well, look, we won't dwell too much on those Saints. But because you my boy, because you my boy and, and, and your hometown hero, From the culinary perspective. I appreciate that, man. I got to see the behind. Hey, if you ain't ever had some of Chef Marlowe's dishes, his food, you're slipping. Sleep. I'm going to let Chef talk about that in just a second. But he'll put you on how you can contact him and reach him in just a minute.
1: Get those bellies right. (laughs) The black box special, baby. You know what I'm saying?
0: But let's talk about your own Falcons.
1: Rise up. Rise up,
0: nation. The Atlanta Falcons.
1: Rise up, nation.
0: You know, my opinion, Chef, I I think they caught a bad rap last year. A lot of fans were disappointed with Matt Ryan in particular. Myself, I, I don't put it all on Matt, mm. but I—I'll I, get into that. I'll get into that. But let me just talk about the players that they have, and they've acquired some new guys. I think it'll be great for the team. And you know, it all starts with Matt, obviously. Right. It all starts with Matt. Now, Matt had some pretty decent numbers last year. Forty-five hundred yards. 26 touchdowns, mm-hmm. 14 interceptions. A little, eh, a little questionable.
1: Yeah, that's a little more than two to one. But some of that is based on
0: the lack of protection, which I was going to talk about. Right. Falcons had two first round linemen they drafted. Right. A tra- kind of injuries last year. Exactly. And it really destroyed that continuity on the offensive line. Right. It just really did. That's just facts. Right. That's facts.
1: And, and not to mention, too, the toward the end when, when everybody was saying the, how they were starting to get it together, that's when the one uh the one big guy came back. And he, he brought a little spark to the team. I can't think of his name right now, but the one the one big guy um on the line. McGarry. Yep. He came back towards the end of the season. And um, you know, it, it brought a little spark to the to the to the line.
0: And so I feel it, though if they had that continuity on that offensive line, those interceptions go down for Matt. I think the touchdowns go up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The yards may stay around the same. Because of the acquisition of a Todd Gurley, mm. because of the offensive line, they really weren't able to run the ball as effectively last year as well, right? But again, they had that continuity, and you have a Gurley who's—I mean, he's—he's he's eager to show that he still has something left in the tank. The Rams just kind of wrote him off. Ah, he's hurting. Yeah. Gurley say he has something to say about all that. I don't know, so you man. add
1: that, that, that worries me. I'm scared. Of, I'm scared. I'm scared of that one. I can't lie.
0: But guess what? It's a low risk, high reward acquisition. You still have some pretty good backup running backs, but we're gonna get the keys to that former UGA Todd Gurley right away. He's gonna start the Ferrari up, right? Put it in gear. Right. And we're gonna let him and we gonna let home, baby. Right, right. Okay? Yeah. If those few things happen, and now you had another former first round pick acquisition in Hayden Hurst, right. the tight end from the Baltimore Ravens. Right, stop it. Stop right. it. Right. Just pause for a second. Oh, my God. Listen, you got the Ferrari running, and now to get that intermediate quick first downs, mm-hmm. and he can stretch the field. Right. Hayden Hurst was up in, to be honest, a good draft by the Baltimore Ravens. Mark Andrews just just took over and exploded in that for Baltimore. So
1: Mm
0: -hmm. they did a thing. They got something good out of trading him to the Falcons. Right. Right. So we talked about newcomers. We hadn't even touched on the gems that the Falcons already have. Come on with it now. <laughs> Julio. Talk about it now. <laughs> Talk about it. O-D-O-D-O. Hey, yep. so Julio. Let me tell you. With all of that that was going on with the line, which made Matt Ryan inconsistent, Julio never complained. He does what Julio does year in and year out, and that's grind. Uh-huh. He grinded for 10 9 receptions. Right. 1,400 yards, which was the second in the NFL. Come on with it now. And the touchdowns were down, six touchdowns. But when you think about it, Calvin Ridley was hurt towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So a lot of double, triple team right. coverage. And he opened it up for the other guys. Wow. It's, huh.
1: it's 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 got the potential to um to be very explosive. It's got the potential to be very explosive. I mean, I'm super excited. I mean if I had my way and you know I love you, bro. You know you might my, you might my, my, my day one for sure. But the only thing I felt like you did wrong to me was when you took Shanahan from us, bro. That's the, only <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Look, that's the only thing I would feel like you did wrong to me, bro, when you took Shanahan from us. He's a, he's a genius, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a wizard, man. And uh, he had the offense running like, you know, a well-oiled machine. And he's got we got a lot of those same type players, a lot of those same players. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Those same. We got the same core. People, you know what I'm saying? Might as Devontae throw in uh girly, but you know, it's got the potential to be as explosive as you know that the the the, the Super Bowl run year. Uh, and I'm, okay. I'm excited to see what we're gonna do. I know we definitely have the potential to compete with the Buccaneers and the Saints, you know what I'm saying? So we got the especially on the offensive side of the ball, we got the potential to even if we want to have a shootout, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got the potential to be right there with those guys and and make a uh make a claim for ourselves in the in the division. Are you there chef? Yeah yeah I'm still here can you hear me?
0: Okay. I'm
1: locked.
0: I'm gonna add one other piece to the puzzle that I didn't mention. And a lot of people are gonna say ah Why even bring him up? We know we acquired this guy, but he had not done anything.
1: Right. Go ahead and talk about him.
0: Laquan Treadwell. Exactly. Formerly with the Minnesota Vikings. Right. Nothing to really write about. Nine receptions, about 200 yards and a touchdown last year.
1: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I think there's somebody that would be great for the fouls to keep the tires on. Still young. Very gaudy numbers at Old Miss when he was in college. Right. But maybe the system just wasn't for him in Minnesota. Right. Sometimes we need that fresh start to just rejuvenate ourselves in a whole new environment and system. And I think mm-hmm. here in Atlanta – you got Julio there and Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. someone a little bit younger who can he can relate to a little bit. Right. That great leadership from Julio and Matt. I think he'll be fine.
1: I think so, too. I think it's a nice pickup. I think it's a nice pickup. I think with the, with the, um, the offense that we run, um, you know, his talents will be well served. I think he'll definitely be able to, you know, um, make a make a lane for himself here. You know what I'm saying? Like I think he'll definitely be able to make a, make a lane for himself to to be able to make a name for himself. You know what I mean? And 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 let people know who he is and, and what he can do.
0: I tell you, once again, the NFC South is going to be a hell of a division. Yeah this upcoming season. Absolutely. Look out. Look out. Look out. Somebody from this division may be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl.
1: I think somebody from this division is going to be representing the NFC
0: in the Super Bowl. Now, I'm trying to stay in my lane and not get into the 49ers today, but <laughs> I'm going to stay with the NFC South. So Right, right. To what i said i was gonna to do today right
1: gonna <laughs> stay right there huh? that's a bold statement from chef right
0: there. but there's some things to be said however we're gonna stay right here in the south that's
1: another episode
0: huh? that's a whole other episode <laughs> but hey chef i appreciate your time and before you get out of here and leave some information with us i'd love for you to play a little game that i created uh and it's all about the NFC South, and it's called filling in the Blank. All right, let's do it. Give it. And you just give your answer.
1: All right, let's go.
0: All right. Blank will lead the NFC South and pass in passing yards.
1: All right. This might be a little controversial. Uh, contrary to what everybody else is saying. And this goes against everything I believe in when it comes to football. <laughs> but I think Drew Brees is gonna have a great year, man. I do. I really do. I think with the addition of uh, Emmanuel Sanders, who you know is a, is a speedster, knows how to get open, savvy veteran. I think Kamara, with you know even those little dinking and dunks and those you know uh, screen passes that you know the little pitches and stuff that count as passes, I think it's gonna rack up for him. You know what I'm saying? And I think Drew Brees is gonna be the okay. one.
0: Okay. All right. I got you down, Drew Brees. The next question is, the blank will run – well, I'm sorry, the blank will win the NFC South. Ooh. Mm. Which team do you
1: think will win the NFC South? Okay, I'm going to give you my heart first. My heart is always with the Falcons. So I got to put that in there my my um my 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 opinion without being biased okay i think tom brady man and the buccaneers could very well win the nfc south
0: wow wow okay i love it i love it Here's another question for you, Chef.
1: All right. What you got?
0: Matt Ryan will have more blank than Drew Brees this season.
1: Mm. Interceptions. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 I'm going to say touchdowns. I'm going to say touchdowns. Okay. I'm going to say touchdowns because we, Ridley is – I'm, I'm a huge fan of Ridley. Uh, Julio, I think they're coming back. You know, we 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 good for that that play action. You know what I'm saying? Julio get the sprint, and you know, I think I think they're coming back with that this year. They're coming back with the deep ball.
0: Okay. And the last question for you, Chef. Tom Brady will throw for blank touchdowns this season. Oh, let me say,
1: I'm going to go with 32. 32. Let me go with 32. Okay.
0: Well, hey, I appreciate your time. I enjoyed I appreciate you. you.
1: having me, man. Absolutely. It's been a blast, man.
0: And, Chef, take an opportunity to just put your information out there. Let these folks have an opportunity to touch base with you, reach you, and allow you to bless them with some of that great skill set that you possess.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. Chef Marlowe, www.chefmarlowe.com. Again, that's www.chefmarlowe, M-A-R-L-O, no W on the end. Marlowe.com. For all booking, um, you can see pictures. We do meal plans. We do catering, personal chef services. We also have a food truck available. We do food delivery. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at chef underscore Marlowe. Um, again, my website is chefmarlowe.com. Uh, reach out. Let's see how we can meet your needs when it comes to any of your food service needs. even this, Even in this pandemic situation. Uh, we've had a couple of private events. We come with gloves and masks. You know, we just want to make sure everybody's being safe in the process. But you still have to eat. Uh, the meal plans are definitely going um, going up right now. We're doing a uh, a quarantine special on meal plans for teachers, uh, healthcare workers. You can get ten meals right now for one hundred twenty-five dollars, which is you know like fifty dollars lower than what we normally do it. So make sure you reach out. ChefMarlow.com at Chef underscore Marlo on Instagram. Stay connected with us. Follow us. And we look forward to seeing you soon.
0: And so it is.
1: Absolutely. Appreciate you having me, big bro.
0: Hey, anytime. We'll do it again. Thank you so much for just adding that value to the show today. man. Thanks again, energy, Chef. I appreciate
1: your you- energy, big dog.
0: Anytime, anytime.
1: All right. Next week, man. I'm going
0: to look for you. Well, folks, next week, we're going to look to talk about the AFC East, the division Tom Brady left, and we'll talk about some of the transitions of uh, acquisitions of different uh, free agents and any type of movement that's taken place since his departure. Once again, this is Digger Man, host of Digger Man Sports. Hope you all had a wonderful time. I enjoyed this time. Look to see you, talk to you next week, stay safe, and let me give a shout out to the teachers out there, because let me just say this, during this pandemic situation, I got to tip my hat to all the teachers. Absolutely. Because doing the homeschooling, stop, stop it. Much respect to the teachers, healthcare professionals, everybody please be safe. Stay quarantined. We love you. And we out here.